Hello and welcome everyone to the Grotto Podcast. I'm Michael Stewart and this is Travis Roberts. And we are some of the founders and uh, organizers for the Satanic Grotto, a local group of Satanists in the Midwest, mainly Kansas and Missouri. Yeah, welcome. Uh, here we are, uh, our very first podcast. We're getting it going. It's going to be awesome. Yep, absolutely. That's uh, there's a. This is gonna yeah. This is gonna be basically us um, talking about what this podcast is gonna be, why we're doing this thing, and why you all should fucking pay attention to what we're saying. Because if we don't have anything to say, you wouldn't be here, right? Yeah. First off, we're gonna do a shout out. Uh, shout out to the early Patreon donators. Uh, we're gonna start out with Bruce, Travis, Lux Sanctum Inferni. Um, and we also have Hog Jockey, Amanda, and Hermetica. And thank you all so much. When you guys support this, um, it gives us opportunities to take it forward and do new things and develop it and create more content and get better and better as we do it. So we really do appreciate you early people signing up before we even made this first podcast. So why are we doing a podcast? Well, we want to take the time to really showcase, um, our group, our membership, um, and our ideas, um, about Satanism and really how we define it here in the Midwest. Um, and we think this is the perfect platform to give the voice to all those people. See, this isn't going to be just Travis and I, uh, running the show, but it's going to be a conglomeration of many different artists and philosophers and writers and musicians, um, that we have in our group. Uh, we're going to make sure everybody gets a voice and gets to express themselves accordingly. Yeah, it's their platform, right? I mean, that's the idea. It's not it's not the Travis and Michael show, it's the Grotto. And that's why we're here. Absolutely. So, that's let's something. talk a little bit about us. Michael, can you tell me how you became a Satanist and a little bit of your background? Yeah, um the first place I ever saw the Satanic Bible was in my youth pastor's hand. Uh, I was part of a very fundamentalist Christian um, evangelical cult, <laughs> um, and he regularly gave um, speeches around Halloween about these evil Satanists that were out there in this book called the Satanic Bible that would just steal your soul directly from your body and inject you into hell immediately. So as naturally as one does, I'm like, I need to get a hold of this book. Uh, and that's... Um, when I left church, probably about the age of 17, that's the first thing I did was pick up a copy of the satanic Bible and then started, um, learning from there. How about you? Where'd you come from? So I think my first introduction to Satanism was the fifth grade of my, uh, elementary school I actually had a satanic Bible in the library. And, uh, I heard about it and people were always going, Googling about this satanic Bible. Oh my gosh, it's there. What, what, you know, it shouldn't be in the school, things like that. And I happened to get my hands on it. And the first time I read it, I had no clue what any of it was. But uh, later on in my life, I uh, picked it back up again and read it again and uh, understand, stood it a little bit better. Um, and, you know, it, that's what brought me into the satanic community, really, 
was, um, you know, I was, I never self-identified as a Satanist, a Satanist until I was older, but uh, I was definitely not on a uh, white religion path by any means. Right, you know, definitely I, the more like that left-hand path. Yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I was not a believer. I was definitely atheistic. Um, tried really hard at one time to, you know, fall into that white religion side. Just couldn't do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I feel you on that. <clears throat> I was actually working to become a pastor at one point in my life, in my high school career, uh, bef right before I got out of church and before I really lost the faith, per se, if that's how you want to put it out there, um, I gave it a shot. I really wanted to be that guy who went out in the community and helped people and spread kind of that message of love. And the longer I got into it, the realized the full they were full of shit and that it was all a cover for greed and for control. Um, and I, I realized then there that that's a, that's when I left the church was that I, I didn't agree with any of that. I could not stand up for that. So, so now that we have a podcast started, how often do you think we're going to be able to uh, release these episodes? Well, I'd say we can make a, a firm promise of at least one a month, um, maybe more, maybe some secret ones for Patreon members only. Maybe some extra material, but um, I would say the longer we do this and the more Patreon members we get, the better we can do it. Uh, the more content we'll be able to fit in here. So we'll say we'll start with one a month right now and then say we're looking on forward to doing much, much more. So somebody mentioned a puppet show. Do you know anything about a puppet show? I have heard about this. Um, I think there's going to be puppets. There's going to be puppets? I think there's going to be... Am I the puppet? Ooh. <laughs> talking head talking Ugh. yeah um <laughs> cringy <laughs> the puppets are going to be interesting <laughs> that's all yeah, i can say about that i've, I've heard time. a lot of puppets we're gonna have a lot of puppets <laughs> um what else are we going to be doing we're going to be interviewing some people of ours right absolutely uh we have some very interesting uh members of the grotto and some very interesting allies of the grotto i mean um some as far as, you know, going from uh, the uh, flying spaghetti monster all the way down to, you know, um, ex-fascist. Uh, you know, we have those people out there, too, that are now satanic. And we have theistic satanists. We have, uh, you know, Luciferians, Leviathans. I mean, we've got a lot out there. Um, I'm really... Looking forward to hearing from them and, you know, being educated, not only, you know, everybody, but myself too. That's uh, And it's a great point that you brought out that there's all these types of Satanism. We believe in being able to have an open dialogue between all these groups. Um, I'm not here to espouse some kind of satanic unity. In fact, I think we kind of encourage a, a degree of discord and challenging each other's beliefs and getting our, each other to think outside the box. I will say as someone with an atheistic root to my Satanism, just being able to speak with these other folks and their other beliefs have made me reevaluate my own self biases and things that maybe I assumed about them that I figured out is wrong and were kind of naive of me. Um, and we wanted to showcase that this isn't going to be a show just about, 
one thing. It's going to be all types of Satanism. So is it going to be like your little sister's Satanism? This is not your granddad's Satanism. It's not grandpa's? It's not grandpa's. No, well, I mean, heck, we'll listen to grandpa. That's what I'm saying. I I tell you this. I think that in a marketplace of ideas, right, you throw things around and the good things tend to stick and the things that fail tend to fail. And I hope that we can see that and allow Satanism to grow, to evolve, to mature um, in our generation and in our organization as it should naturally without trying to fit Satan into some fucking box. Well, you can't put it in a box. That's part of being a Satanist, right? Absolutely. Right, yeah. I mean, as soon as you're trying to, you're wrong. With the podcast, there's a... Obviously, we it's about the audience and the and the people of the Grotto and, and the members and Patreon. Uh, how is the audience going to participate in this podcast? Well, you're going to have to get a hold of us mostly through Patreon. We're going to really fund through this, so we want you to reach out to us on Patreon. Um, get involved with us. If you have an idea, you want to talk about something, um, let us know. Hit us up there. If you can, uh, you can also find us on Facebook at the Grotto, Patreon at the Grotto. Uh, we have a subreddit for the KC Satanic Grotto. We have a Discord channel called the Satanic Grotto, and we can also be reached on Gmail at the Satanic Grotto. Kind of satanic, aren't we? Yeah, just a little bit. And if anyone tells us anything else, we'll fuck them up. Yeah. No, have, no, no, wait. They don't have that. They don't they, have that. This episode of the Grotto is brought to you today by beer. <laughs> Lots of beer. Beer. The Devil's Nectar, Water of Unlife. <laughs> I guess it would be interesting if we noted today, as we do our first podcast, that oh, the Supreme Court just overturned Roe versus Wade. How does that make you feel, Travis? So, the biggest issue I have with this is I don't have a vagina. So, there's not a whole lot I can say besides... Politics don't, politics don't belong in a, the medical field as far as I'm concerned. They shouldn't be – they should not be dictating what people do with their bodies, bottom line. The law and politics have nothing to do with surgical procedures, no matter what they are. Now, if they want to regulate price and insurance and things like that to make sure everybody gets it, I'm okay with it. But once they start developing and changing laws – that prevent choice they shouldn't be there interesting how about you ladies over here that have uteruses anything to add i just got the finger i'm gonna say that is not anything to add yeah i don't think they want to talk about it okay we'll I'm, move on from politics i bet they have some action that they're gonna do what will make the grotto podcast different from other satanic podcasts out there Here's what really makes our podcast different than other podcasts. When you tune into somebody, and this is not throwing shade at anybody, but someone like the Hell Satan podcast or the yes. Satanic Bay area yes. and their yes. podcast. Yeah, you know, hell, they know who I am. Hey. 
We're just doing a you know, plug for them. It's okay. Hey, like I go, said, go I'm go not listen. throwing any shade. I'm just saying a lot of these things, even or if you take, they've got the new um, Satan splaining from COS. I don't know if you've seen that. It's god awful. <laughs> <laughs> go listen to it. It's great. Look, I'm going to go ahead. Like I said, I'm not throwing shade, but I am not afraid to talk about any branch of Satanism, any ideology in Satanism, philosophy, religion topics on it. Um, including my own. And I'm open to having mine criticized and challenged. Um, and I don't think you see that. A lot of these things specify on one specific philosophy, um, and then they act as if that is the only one that exists or is relevant to Satanism. And I just don't see that as an accurate portrayal of the climate of Satanism uh, around the world today. So you mentioned uh, an, a... The portrayal of Satanism today, uh, how how would you define that now? Uh, you know, as it changes and as it evolves, what's different now than what it was, say, five years ago? Well, you know, that's that's a really interesting question. And I'll tell you, I think that even further than that, you can look at maybe the last decade altogether that Satanism has had some profound changes schisms, um, new ideas, new people come into the public eye, um, promoting their own brands and ideas of Satanism. I think a lot of that did break through with um, the Satanic Temple and Lucian Greaves and Malcolm Jerry coming out with their deal. I think prior to that, you know, COS pretty much ran the show. You had the other stuff, you had Temple of Set and whatnot, but COS was pretty much it. That was what 90% of Satanists identified and thought of as Satanism. Uh, and with Satanic Temple, who are not a fan of me, I will go ahead and put that out right there. Um, one thing that they did that I do like is they broke that norm. They once again broke Satan out of that box. Satan was trapped in a levee box for a very long time. Basement. They were in the basement. <laughs> okay, get it right. And that's a, hey, and... <laughs> Whether I agree with the Satanic Temple, with their philosophies, with anything, I think that they will be remembered as the group that broke all this shit loose. Uh, I, I would say they definitely took it mainstream, right? They, they, they got it out of the closet, out of the basement, <laughs> and got it back out in the public mind. Um, and made it less scary, I think, was a lot of they it. Did, you know, they, they, did, they did away with some of that uh, stigma, right? Yeah, and I think there's also a degree, um, and they've been accused of defanging Satanism a little bit, and that people were angry that you take that scary bit out of it. And I do somewhat feel with those people, um, and I don't know that I would even go far as to say they made it mainstream, but I will say that they've definitely made a significant cultural impact with it. Um, beer. <laughs> Satanism, or, brought to you by beer. Hail Satan. <laughs> Do you suffer from chronic Jesus outbreaks on your lower regions that prevent you from having love with other adult consenting individuals when these Jesus outbreaks happen? Do you have a strong desire to pull your penis out in front of people? Don't do this. You're a fucking idiot. Mm. Anybody listen to that podcast with Shane Bugsby? <laughs> Oh, the redemption of Shane Bugsby. Holy God, Joseph. I the authority because I said so. 
Joseph Rosebud. I know we've talked and we've had some interaction stuff, but man, what happened in that? That was just painful to listen to. Just painful. So we're just going to crush this first episode with this. Um, if you come on here and tell us you're the authority, or you come on here and you tell us that we are not Satanist or not religions, we're going to crush you. Yeah. There's no doubt. You're not going to come on our platform and do that shit to us. I tell you what, there's really only one defining attribute to Satan that him and I agree on, and that's that you think you are a Satanist. If you believe in your heart, you identify with that in what you think, then you're a fucking Satanist. And no one gets to tell you otherwise. I don't care if it's Anton LaVey himself. That's not how this works. Well, part of it is, as a Satanist, I'm not going to give anybody else the authority to say I'm not. And that's the bottom line, you Absolutely. know, uh, to, to give somebody else that power isn't very satanic. If you're going to let someone have that power over you, you're not a very good Satanist. And that's, you see that a lot in not even just COS or TST, but in any satanic group you get into, it's really funny. They're like, you, you should be an individual. You should think for yourself. You should understand everything is shades of gray, but only if you do it my way. That's it. What the hell is up with that? You guys have lost your damn mind. Right? Where is the bar for Satanism? It's wherever the fuck I want it to be. And that's everybody develops in Satanism at their own rate with their own um, ideas. That's part of walking the left-hand path is that you've got to figure that shit out for yourself. You've got to get out in the muck. You've got to do the studying. You've got to try to incorporate it into your life and execute it properly. Don't let anybody else do that for you, or it won't work. You're, you're, that's it. And don't give them the power to do it to you. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to go ahead and make this PSA. I have a few different names, and as long as you just yell, hey, asshole, I'll probably turn around. <laughs> so, yeah. So, speaking of names, uh, where would we find you on social media? Oh, I am always under either Michael Stewart Facebook's an easy place to get a hold of me. Facebook Messenger, I generally answer to fairly quickly. Um, and I'm also on Discord a lot under xsimon666x. And yes, I know that sounds like a shitty gamer tag from the early 2000s, because mainly it is. And if you're looking for me, it would be Travis Roberts on Facebook. Or in some places, it would be Carney Jesus or Carney Jesus 666 uh, that would be on Instagram or TikTok or some other social media crap out there. Um, yeah, you can find me. All you got to do is look. It's not hard. It's an old gray-haired guy. <laughs> and when you find us, you'll probably find a link to the grotto out there. Make sure you check in. we got lots of pictures. We've got lots of folks talking around in there. Um it's uh, the main way we keep in touch with each other on Facebook, I think, is probably our most popular platform. But we will be building up these others, including a YouTube and an Instagram, I believe. Yes. They're there. We they have them. There. So once again, we're going to build up this content on all these different platforms and reach out to all of you in the various ways that you like to engage on social media. Much better. Hopefully. Are there any events coming up? 
Oh, there we go. Ooh. We should talk about that. That's a good call. See? Hell the Dark Lord. It's true. The uh, I, I'm not sure how well the mics are picking this up, but if you hear these ladies in the background, they actually run the show. We are just the eye candy. They're the true masterminds behind this whole thing. Eye candy. <laughs> so what's coming up, Travis? What do we got going on? All right. So July, we are going to have a barbecue. That's right. This is a family friendly affair. Yeah, yeah. That's uh we're gonna have it out on a private lake. Um we're gonna have kayaks, uh some little splashy pools, some sprinklers, maybe a fifty foot killer water slide. Not a water slide, slip and slide. That's what it is. We're gonna try to make a slip and slide that breaks kidneys. We'll see if it pans out. Yeah. You won't be able to get that tank of gas because you're not going to be able to donate it. We'll be stopping at the local butcher store out in the middle of the country that I like going to where our burgers will be fresh that day. What if I'm a vegetarian? Then you can eat the grass. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Vegetarian friends. I have plenty of them. I'm sure that we will have some good veggies on site. Uh, hopefully my garden kicks in a little bit and we can have some fresh greens and stuff there. All the beets you can imagine. <laughs> B-Y-O-V. It's, it's, it's radishes. <laughs> I have too many radishes. Radishes. What about your uh, video? Can you tell me about Murder Balloon? Oh, Murder Balloon. The return of the infamous Murder Balloon. So for those of you who may have attended our 2020 Midsummer celebration, we played a little game called Murder Balloon. And the the basic object of this game is everybody had a water balloon filled with water. The object is being to protect your own water balloon while popping everyone else's. Um, needless to say, this got really rough really quick. <laughs> And I think people are looking forward to attacking each other with sharp objects once again. Uh, sounds like a good time. It does, right? Can't see anything going wrong with that. Oh, that's, um, we also have our upcoming docu-series, Uncover KC, should start filming at the end of July, maybe the beginning of August. We should be episode three or four, I think, is what I saw from Massive Production, who is the one doing our story. Hell, Massive Productions. Hell, Massive Production. Yeah, I'm really um, thankful we got that opportunity, and I'm thankful to one of the newest members of our group, and I won't throw her name out on podcast quite yet, but she was able to hook that up for us, and she's just been um, a real delight to have her out. She's very motivated. She knows who she is. She, yeah. <laughs> she's a pretty cool lady. Um, 501. Oh, that's I don't know who all showed up for our fox and hound reunion for the first time but it was great seeing you all out there and we had a chance to sign our 501c3 paperwork in front of everybody um and we now have that off and just waiting for the state of kansas to stamp a seal on it and send it back to us um we've had a lot of talk recently about membership and how you join the grotto and what that process is like um, I think we've got a pretty firm handle on it right now. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think uh, the biggest thing is we gonna, we're going to get that handbook 
out there, uh, get some members that we currently have to look it over, uh, make sure that some of the uh, updates we've created and some of the things that go along with being a nonprofit in there uh, is approved by the members because that's who this is about, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's um, so in our group, members are the leadership of the group. We come together on a consensus on the things we want to do and how we want to spend our money and who we choose to take control of committees and actions that we're doing. We're going to get the handbook out there. What all actually does this handbook cover? What, what's the general idea of what this handbook provides to our members? So in general, it will cover, um, membership requirements because we want membership to mean something. Uh, it'll talk about the board members and how they can come and go and the requirements for a board member. It will talk about how charitable events are going to be governed, uh, how that money is going to be used and how it's going to be collected. And it's going to have a division or I don't like the word division. It will have a description on how the, uh, money or the donations for the grotto are separate from anything that's going to be used for outside uh, charitable organizations. Okay, so it sounds like it's really a lot about the structure of the organization and its transparency as well as any requirements or anything else that kind of go along with being associated with the grotto in an official capacity. Right, because, you know, when it comes down to it, it's about the members. You know, we want them to uh, have good experience. We want them to be involved. The handbook is going to describe what the members' responsibilities are and what they can do to continue to be active in the community. Absolutely. And um, I think that um, it's going to be set up in, in, a, in a unique way. There's going to be a flattening of the hierarchy as much as we can so that we don't end up in a situation where one person is dictating how everyone else um, enjoys their, how everyone else experiences Satanism. Travis, it has been a pleasure. I want to thank you personally for getting this studio set up and really pushing me over the last couple months to get a lot of shit done to be, um, Go ahead. Keep just keep pouring it on. I, well, you ruined it, it. I don't want to give you any more now. Just keep, <laughs> keep pouring it on. Just keep it coming. It's it's okay. I've come to rely on you a lot, and I appreciate you, buddy. Thank you. I appreciate you being here. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, you know, we're going to continue to do this. We're going to continue to make a difference, and you know, it's not about us. It's about the community. It's about the grotto. We want our members to have a voice, and we're going to help create that. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Hell Satan. Hell fucking Satan. Hell Satan. Hell Satan.